This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Uh, Taylor, could you grab that cat? <laughs> Is that your cat on the field? It's a black cat. You know what that means. Bad luck. It was bad luck. It's bad enough that it's a black cat, but I just hate all cats in general. You just hate cats. I'm not a fan of cats. They're wow. sneaky little... Oh, My like mother them. would not like to hear you say that. We had many I'm cats. I'm sure all of your cats were amazing. We had many and cats And every cat owner up. says that their cat is different. And the there were many tragic days that I came home and we had lost the cat. And then where does the cat get found? You know never. why? It's never the cat story. has no loyalty. The, the cat likes to wander. And, and we did on Monday Night Football have a wandering black cat, which mm. in the end was not good news for Daniel Jones, Pat Shermer, Saquon Barkley, none of the Giants. Good news for your boyfriend, Dak. It was great news because I am adapted to Dak Prescott, and we have plenty to say about that. Uh, Taylor, let's catch let's up. Let's catch up. An so, NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, presented by yes, Axios and Untuck It. And look how your dryer knows when we are hitting our mark. <laughs> I mean, it was set as a reminder to make sure that we mentioned Axios and Untuck It. And you hit it spot on. I'm actually washing some of those Untuck It shirts. Yeah, and we're watching you, Dryer, okay? You think you are just watching us, but we have eyes on you as well. All right, the Black Hat and the game tonight. Cowboys 37-18 to 18 over the Giants, Taylor. And, of course, if I just asked you that without us watching, you would have said, wow, what a remarkable what a game for the Cowboys. Well. But what did you think? What's your takeaway no, from this game? No, the first half, it looked like it was going to be close. Honestly, you thought that the Giants might have been able to pull it off. Daniel Jones looked really, really good. And... Saquon was doing Saquon things. Saquon really had one massive play, which was in the second half. He was fairly bottled up early, but that's kind of his thing. He'll he'll have a play where he just absolutely breaks out. That was his longest catch of the season, over sixty yards there. But yeah, what do you? I mean, what did you think of the Cowboys watching this game? Mm, I, I wasn't overly impressed by them. They're coming off a bye. I feel like they should have come out a lot stronger than they did. And frankly, last year... Their defense didn't look that good. No, and no Van Der Esch tonight. So even though Sean Lee played well uh, in for Van Der Esch, I thought the Cowboys off the bye. Now, last year, if you recall, this was the game they lost to Tennessee to drop to 3-5 and five at the time. Of course, their season turned out quite well. They won the division. It looked in many spots on Monday night that they were going to lose this game to the Giants, which I, I, that would have been... I don't know how I ever would have been able to tell you that Dak was worth what I think he's worth if they had <laughs> lost to the Jets and the Giants in this building this year with that black hat. I don't think I could have done it. But in the end, I'm going to say this for Dak. They got the win. It's all that Not matters. only that they got the win, 
Dak played great in the best and most important quarter of the game. Yeah, no, he did. In he the did fourth quarter, well. Dak was the difference in this ballgame. I mean, yeah, Amari Cooper was a part of that, but I thought Dak in the end played spectacular, really, in that in the fourth quarter. And you look at it, 22-35, 257 yards, three touchdowns for Dak. That's what you need out of your quarterback coming out of a bye week. So the Cowboys, Taylor, sitting on top of the NFC East, they're you know in the in the mix of the NFC here. What do you think about this team? I think I mean I think they'll be a playoff team. I don't necessarily think that they're going to be able to go that far. I don't. There's there's not one part of their team that's super impressive to me. I know you're impressed by Dak constantly, but he doesn't do enough, and you can tell that they're just one receiver injury away from potentially not from Dak not having anybody to go to. Amari Cooper limped off the field at one point. Of course, he came back on, then made a big, big play. But, but I, d- right. I don't feel as strongly about the Cowboys as we do, as I do, as we both did in the beginning of the season when they started off very strong. Very interesting, Taylor. Good point about Amari because for the long stretch of this game, which was sixteen fifteen heading into the fourth quarter, that was when Amari was really non-existent. He was both on the field and then when he even, or he was off the field, then he was back on. They were really going to Cobb, a lot of Witten. Gallup, obviously, with the big touchdown as well. So Cooper was missing for a lot of this game. And when he's on the field and healthy, Dak is a different quarterback. But I'll say this much. The Cowboys, might they be irrelevant in the mix of the NFC when you're really talking about Super Bowl teams? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you think about it, there's really only a few teams that we think could possibly beat the Patriots in the NFC. And we've kind of gone through them in the last couple of times that we've We've talked about this. Absolutely. The Cowboys haven't even made the list. We haven't even talked it's about the them. undefeated Niners. It's the Saints. It's the Seahawks. And the Packers. And, and the it, Packers. And, and if I said, forget about the Patriots even. Let's just pretend this was the before the merger and we're just talking about an NFC championship and that's all that matters. If we didn't even have to worry about the Patriots at all, even in the mix I mean, it's of hard. Saying, it was be, easy for me to forget the Packers after their loss on Sunday. Okay, except, and that was not a pretty game no. in L.A. They did not show up in that game. They got manhandled. They were out physical entirely up and down the field, defense and offense. The, um, the Chargers ran all over them. The Chargers got to Aaron Rodgers. Bosa took that game over. But to me, it's the Packers, the Saints, the Niners. And if you're going to include another team, it should probably be Russell Wilson and his mm-hmm. five touchdowns in the comeback against the Buccaneers. I don't know if the Cowboys make it in, but I'm going to make my little argument anyway, and I'm just going to say the offensive line, what they did, the Dallas offensive line against the Giants tonight, the holes they were able to open up for Ezekiel Elliott, I still think their offensive and defensive line can win a game against any of the teams that I just threw out there. I do think they could win a Mm, game against San Francisco. I I don't think so. I'm sorry, but I think that offensive defensive line that the Cowboys have in one game they could take over, much like last year. Remember, the Cowboys were not necessarily special last year until that game against the Saints, that they were able to win a low-scoring, ugly, drag-it-out game. That was sort of the Van Der Esch coming out party. And the Cowboys are capable in spots of winning a game like that. But overall for the NFC, I still think you could probably say Niners, Packers, Saints, Seahawks. And sorry, even though I'm a Dak, it's Dak Prescott, probably Cowboys aren't really in that mix. All right, now before we do, 
head to the Patriots, which we have so much to say about the Patriots because a team that you're fairly familiar with played the Patriots. I'm not, I don't remember exactly how the game went on Sunday night. You can refresh me on what happened. I, I know you've got a quick message for me before we get before into that. that Patriots game. I just yes. want to say you look amazing in your outfit tonight. Thank you so much. So I'm going to stand up so you can really get all yeah, of it. Oh, I've, because, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen the whole thing. Is, it's First of all, it's late at night and you came over so formally dressed. Absolutely. I always got, looking so fly. Thank you so much, Taylor. But I appreciate that it. that brings me to think. The holidays are almost here. And you know what that means? gifts that's taylor's favorite part of any day certainly the holidays who likes gifts more than either one of us and what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right unlike most brands untuck it shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked untuck it shirts always fall at just the right length no matter his size so he looks casual and sharp just like you ever see an untucked button down they look bad why because they weren't meant to be worn that way Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And with the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. You don't really have this issue because you always look so great, but you do wear Untuck It shirts. Thank you. Yes, I do. And, And by the way, this is important, guys. You can't just roll your shirt off the rack in your closet and throw it on and expect that it's going to look good in your jeans and maybe your sport coat or your hoodie. It's got to be at the right length. It can't be folding down and then wrinkled. Yeah. These guys know what they're doing, so trust them. All right, Taylor. With more than 50-plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. Remember, code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's UntuckIt.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. Fantastic. I'm excited about that, Taylor, and excited about the holidays and excited about gifts as always. But I'm actually more excited about what I saw on Sunday night, 37 to 20. Your Mm, Ravens. Me too. Your Baltimore Ravens. That was the most... Your MVP caliber Exciting quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Game of the year so far. Your 200 yards a game running game I think every I got, week. I think I got 200 yards in of pacing. What was there to pace about? Okay, Taylor. Let's oh, just, gosh, let, there was no, lots no, to okay, pace let's about. Just say just, this. Look okay. at that. First, it started off in the first quarter. The Ravens were up, and you thought this was going to be just a dominating performance by the Ravens. And then all of a sudden, penalties, the Patriots. A the fumble. fumble. The fumble. The Patriots the come fumble. back. The fumble was the turning point. The fumble was the turning point and allowed the second quarter to belong to the Patriots. But overall, Taylor, come on, overall, now that you're through it, now that the pacing is over and we can just look at what we saw. No, you just, you you see that Lamar Jackson is a, is the difference maker. He's the matrix. You can't stop him. And it's, I'm not going to say no one saw him because we've seen, I mean, they're not undefeated. Yeah, but but the difference is, is that. He, he was a one-trick pony last year because of his accuracy was a little bit off. Now, because he's able to run, he's able to read defenses, and he's just, to be flat out, he's just quicker than all of them. So what he's able to do is he's able to run and give himself time in the way that he's still looking for receivers as he's on the run. It's it's something special. And, and then even, they've got another, they've got other, Mark Ingram, they've got a strong running game. And, and Gus Edwards, by the way. I, I just This team is so impressive to me. And actually, Colin spoke with Michael Vick on Monday. 
And Vic said, I don't know that I've seen a guy with a first burst step in the league like that, except when I used to do it. <laughs> and, it and, and you know what? And there's the one guy in the world who could say that, but he's right. That's yeah. how explosive and exciting Lamar Jackson is. And he you is. forget, you forget how Vic took the league by storm. storm. And it's Teams, funny to go for they didn't the know Ravens what to, do. to go from a team that was led by Joe Flacco to a team that's led by the most exciting quarterback in the Which, league. Which allow me to spend a moment to just say John Harbaugh, wow, congratulations what? that you're able to win a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco and then you know, I, to come right. back you're and win a division right. with Lamar Jackson, it, it seems and almost unfair that, that you're such a good coach that you could do that with those two completely different and quarterbacks. And again, giving John Harbaugh credit, just the creative play calling that he did against the Patriots. Look, they've gone into New England. They've gone into New England in the playoffs. He has, yeah. John beat. Harbaugh absolutely has. Yeah, the Patriots in their home base, and now he was able to do it in Baltimore, and it just kind of goes to show that he's. He's fully capable, and especially coming off this bye, gave him more time to really prepare and come up with these crafty play-calling schemes. I was I was stunned because it seemed, as I watched that game, beginning to end, the Ravens dominated. Yes, the second quarter got a little out I of hand. I guess I just get scared. And I understand that. No, when it, look, when it is your team, it's different. You're not watching the game thinking your team is You ever knew dominating. it was going to be something different. And you know when... the Patriots are going to make it close, and they did. But when the Patriots were unable to tie it before halftime, when James White was stopped short, I had a feeling right there, you know what? This is just not going to be their night. Then, of course, there was the Edelman fumble. That, when... You know, when you start looking at the store after, score after the first half and before going into Baltimore, New England had only allowed 27 points in its previous three games and hadn't given up more than 14 points in any single game this season. This and you different. knew that this was going to be a different game. This and the Ravens just so looked different. on in all categories, minus Cyrus Jones fumble, a few penalties that they really shouldn't have gotten. And there was, so it's, that's really what I could say. You know what? There was a few plays where I felt like they should have been able to get more pressure on Brady. They were blitzing enough guys where it was just, he still had a lot of time. There was, I thought again, I thought the protection on Lamar was exactly what it needed to be. And frankly, when Lamar was in just a little bit of trouble, he was able to get out of it each time. And he's so slippery. He's so elusive. And even yeah. when you know he's running the ball, which the Patriots did, I thought, numerous times, he is still able to slip tacklers. And he's just faster than everybody. So the question I have for you is this, Taylor. You've seen this now. The Patriots are no longer undefeated. Yes, they are the defending champions. But was that enough what you saw on Sunday night? getting beat 37 to 20 was that enough to convince you that the patriots can be beaten in an AFC playoff game will these patriots yes. be in the super bowl or can they now be beaten and is it only baltimore that can beat them what do you think i do right now i think that it is only baltimore that can beat them because no other team has a quarterback like lamar jackson that really is just he's impossible to what the patriots always do we've talked about this multiple times is they um, they take out their best player, an opponent's best player. They take the thing you do best, and they eliminate it. That's what the Patriots do more times than not. 
the expression is the Patriots make you play left-handed. And I'm sorry, but Lamar Jackson was completely unconcerned by that. He, I mean, he felt, I felt like he was unfazed by New England. And unless the Patriots were saving that for a potential playoff game in the future and maybe didn't show him the whole game plan, I I'm do sorry. think that the addition of Jimmy Smith made a big difference as well, obviously. I also think Marcus Peters on your defense. Oh, well, that makes a huge that, difference. But we had him last week. This was Jimmy's. His first game, yes. You're right. Okay, so I, I'm going to say overall, you said it's just Baltimore that you think could beat the Patriots. I'm actually going to say that I think after what I saw Sunday night, I think the Chiefs can beat the Patriots. I know the Ravens can, and I would even be confident in a rematch, even though many people say I know, that's the second what scares time me. around. I'm sorry. That was dominance. I think the Ravens could win another game against the Patriots. And I am still going to say, I think the Texans can beat yeah. the Patriots. No, I was I was I smiling watching the game, thinking of you. Deshaun Watson is still having an unbelievable season, and, and many of you perhaps missed what happened in the game in London, but I'm sorry, that Texans team is mm-hmm. also a very special, formidable foe, and I think Deshaun Watson could do a lot of what Lamar Jackson did to the Patriots. All right, before we hit yay or nay, Taylor, which is very exciting, and by the way, congratulations to the Ravens. I thought that was the most impressive game it was of the, the most season. Exciting game I do. I mean, season. I thought I thought when the Niners destroyed the Browns on Monday Night Football, I thought to that point that might have been the most impressive game I had seen. But I think the Ravens, what they did, considering who the opponent was, that that's a 17-point win. I thought that was the statement win of the season to this point. I think to this point, 2019, that was the game. All right, sports.axios.com, Taylor. Now, you and I, we get all of our sports stories this way. Instead of scouring the internet for stories, we have a newsletter that sends the stories right to us. Following a team you love in 2019 can be time-consuming, and trying to follow everything happening in sports is almost impossible. So that's why we subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land, A-X-I-O-S, sports.axios.com. Sign up, and it is free. Not only will you be caught up, you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. And best of all, there's no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. This is free curated sports content delivered directly to you. Sports.axios.com. Try this for free. Sports.axios.com. A-X-I-O-S. Sports.axios.com. And let them know that you listen to Let's Catch Up and that Blue Wire sent you there. And seriously, both Sam and I use this. Sam wakes up at 4 a.m. to work on the herd with Colin Coward. I wake up early to do news updates. And the best way to get your news is through Axios. It's absolutely that simple. All right, but now Taylor, it's time for yay or nay. And this is a very exciting one because we're really at the halfway point. We're more than halfway through the season. And I think it's about time we figured some things out. I mean, I feel like we know now a few things what, what about a few are teams. All about. Yeah. Right. The mystery on a lot of these is behind us. So I'm going to start out with one here. We have one undefeated team in football here, Taylor. And that's the 49ers. The 8-0 49ers, Taylor, actually are the best team in football. Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. I'm going to say nay. Nay? Well, then give me... Okay. They have the best looking team. They, they definitely have that. Uh, no, I don't think that we... I think we've seen enough out of them. We, You know, we did a deep dive on the 49ers oh, and the Patriots last yes. week, saying that we think that the 49ers really are a better team than the Patriots. 
But I still haven't seen enough. I still need to see more out of the Saints. I think that the Saints are going to be potential upsetters to the 49ers in the I, NFC look, Championship I could definitely, game. I could definitely see that. And I even said earlier tonight that the Cowboys could win a, you know, in, a, in a playoff where it's one and done. Yes, that could happen. I think the Saints, what's interesting is there's such a mystery because of what happened with Breeze that they won so many games yeah. without him. But with him, I of course, a very formidable foe. All right, it's what do you hard got? to say, not say the Ravens after watching. Oh. Granted, it's after watching so, this win. Maybe, look, so. they took down the Patriots. You're right. I just called it the statement win of the season. All right, what do you got for me? Nick Foles should start the Jaguars next game. Well, you're asking an Eagles fan. Philly special, Nick Foles, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, yeah, Nick Foles played a quarter. I'm going to say yay. Nick Foles played a quarter for the Jaguars this season. I think Gardner Minshew has done exactly what a backup quarterback has done, which is buoyed their season and put them in position that they still have everything in front of them. I don't think that Gardner Minshew necessarily, not that he isn't the quarterback of the future, which he very well is going to be for them, but I think Nick Foles is the more special quarterback for this season for this team. Minshew to me I in the game that, in London with the four turnovers in that okay, game. Okay, see, but I don't. I, weird things happen in London, and I don't think that yeah, it's London, fair for Gardner Minshew to go out. He's not. It wasn't indicative of like how he has performed for the Jaguars this season. He was a sensation for so many games, and then he had a bad performance in London. Obviously, now that they have a bye, but you know who knows more than anyone about what it's like to be a sensation, and then you're on to the next guy. Very true. Nick Foles. Very so true. I think Nick Foles deserves this job, deserves to get back in there. And had Minshew gone, and it was still on a winning streak, maybe, but he lost the game. They scored three points. Go to Foles if he's ready. Why not? Yeah. Go to Foles and see what happens. All right, next one up for you, Taylor. And we saw them win a game. They finally were back home. They're going to be home for three in a row after not playing at home for two months. The Raiders are a playoff team, Taylor. Yeah or nay? Ooh, I like this. Let it bake. I know you think they are. I do. I mean, I'm looking at the landscape of the AFC, but this is for you. Go for it. Tell me what you think. There's no. Currently, they're not in. No, they're not technically in. I'm going to say nay. You're saying nay to the Raiders. I'm saying nay to the Raiders. Well, then give me the next one quick because I think it it makes a a lot of sense if you go to the next one. The Steelers will finish ahead of the Browns. Okay, the Steelers will finish ahead of the Browns in the AFC North. I'm going to say nay. I think the Browns still have wins ahead of them, and I don't know how the Steelers are doing this. Credit to Mike Tomlin, but I still think the talent on the Browns is going to win out in the end. I think they are going to win more games than the Steelers, and I, because I do think the Raiders are a playoff team, I don't think the Steelers are, and I don't think the Browns are. I think the Raiders and the Bills at this point look like the wildcard teams in the AFC, and I think it's going to go that way. The Chargers are probably going to have something to say about that, but it's beginning to shape up. And I don't really believe in the Titans, and I don't believe in the Jaguars either. So I'm giving it to the Raiders and the Bills. I believe in the Titans. That's uh, ex- I also think that the Steelers are the scarier team than the Browns, simply because I think I've been in this AFC, just like you're adapted. I'm adapted to this AFC North, and I just see them as the much scarier threat. And the way that they can pick it up is always threatening, and I also think they have the better coach. Anyway... The Cowboys will not win a playoff game this season. Yay or nay, the Cowboys will not win a playoff game this season, Taylor. You know, I think you know exactly how I'm going in this. I'm adapted to Dak Prescott. They're going to win the... I still think they're going to win the NFC East. I, I don't think the Eagles have solved all their problems. And frankly, as I've said to you many times, Wentz versus Dak is entirely in Dak's favor. And I don't think the Eagles are better than the Cowboys this season. And even if they sneak into the playoffs, I think the Cowboys are going to host a playoff game. 
and I think they are going to win a playoff game again, and they're going to have the same mystery about them when they lose in the divisional round at that point because they just seem to have this blockade about getting into the NFC Championship game. They can't quite get over that hump, and I don't think this season, with what we just said earlier about the Packers, Saints, and Niners, that they are good enough to get there again. But they are going to win a playoff game. So there you go, Taylor. I'm really not in on those Eagles anymore either, unfortunately. That's okay. Look, you're not going to hear me overstating what the Eagles have done. Cute win against the Bears. Well, the Bears, I mean, the Bears did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. The Eagles have a two-game win streak against the Bills and the Bears. That's adorable. They've got a bye week. And guess who's after the bye week? The Patriots who are licking their wounds. I don't think that's going to be a pretty game. I don't game think it's going to be a pretty game. And Deshaun Jackson is now out for the season. But we barely knew this version of Deshaun Jackson anyway. But that's okay. All right, Taylor, let's catch up. There will be more of this. I'm excited about it. I really am. I am too. I can't wait. I can't wait for Thursday. And we got all of a sudden really interesting game on Thursday. I know. We just talked about it. The Raiders and the Chargers. Wow. It'll be fun. All right. Excellent. 